With us today is Eva Moskowitz, a former city councilwoman on the Upper East Side. I've known her for a long, long time. And now she's the one of the most successful charter school operators in the country. As a matter of fact, the uh, Academy Charter Schools, I believe there's 49 of them. And she has told me that it's the fifth largest school system in New York State at uh, Eva Moskowitz. It's uh, only 14 days to Christmas and uh, a lot less days to Hanukkah. How are you right now? I am doing very well, John. Thank you uh, for asking and thanks for having me. Uh, Tell us about the uh, success that you've had uh, with the 49, I didn't realize there were so many, 49 uh, 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 charter schools, academy charter schools. Yeah, well, we are educating 20,000 kids, kindergarten through 12th grade, and it is the most magical, rewarding experience, hard to be sure, but to see one's, you know, little kindergartners and seeing them learn to read and count and do mathematics and then you know in the seventh grade they're reading primary sources and studying proportionality and algebra and then in high school they're studying electrical and mechanical engineering then they graduate and they go off to these amazing colleges 100 percent of our students uh, go on to four-year colleges it is really rewarding. What percentage of your students go to four-year colleges? A hundred percent. One hundred percent? My God. <laughs> yes, we've had to learn how to do college admissions and scale that. And, uh, but it is, uh, it is something uh, that's just amazing. And we had a first at success. Uh, one of our um, graduates... Uh, we educated uh, all three uh, sisters, uh, applied to teach here. And she's now teaching at uh, the elementary school that she went to. And that full circle and the pay it forward is just, it's really remarkable. That is remarkable. Now, uh, as I've told you, uh, a few weeks ago, we had Secretary uh, uh, Betsy DeVos, uh, who was the Secretary of Education, uh, for our country uh, uh, during the Trump administration. And then last week we had Chancellor Banks, who is the current uh, Board of Education, or uh, whatever they call it these days, they keep they change names. Uh, of New- <laughs> yes, of New York City. And uh, tell us, uh, I mean, you looks like 100% the success of your charter schools is phenomenal uh, in comparison to the problems our kids are having uh, in our city and nationwide. Yeah, I mean, John, you know this uh, so well, but the you know education problem is a national crisis. The, the U.S., unfortunately, is falling further and further behind. The NAEP scores came out uh, just a little while ago, and just when you think it couldn't get any worse, the scores came out, and in fact, um, we are declining, and what's sad about it is very painful. Is that you know the the kids who are suffering the most are you know low income, largely black and brown children, and that's of course who Success Academy serves largely. 
Um, so we've got a lot of work to do in New York City, in the state, in the country. And, John, I have to say, we don't have endless amounts of time to solve this crisis. You know, we had an educational crisis before the pandemic, and now we're in danger of possibly losing an entire generation of kids if we can't figure out how to do this better. And, you know, states like New York spend a lot of money on education, so I don't think that explains um, why kids are not getting what they need. And they're not getting what they need from an academic point of view. The math scores are just really um, uh, terrible, but they're also not getting I the think you, what, what number are we in the, in the world in, in uh, mathematics? Uh, we're about uh, number 16 or 17. There are different tests, so it, it depends a little bit uh, on, on the exam. Um, but, you know, for one of the wealthiest countries in the world to be that far down, you know, you have some pretty small, uh, gritty countries who are outperforming the United States of America. Um, you know, we used to be in the time of Sputnik. We were a leader in the world in mathematics and science. Uh, China produces uh, five times the number of uh, scientists and engineers on an annual basis than the U.S. does. And that's going to have long-term economic consequences. So um, aside from the fact that just our heart goes out to children and families when they're not equipped with the tools to be educationally and economically successful, this issue has sort of national security implications. It has uh, national economic implications. So we have to get our act together fast. I think Success Academy has won not the only model, but one model of how you deliver this service to our most vulnerable children. Our uh, 9% of our children are homeless. Our homeless children outperform the non-homeless children in New York City. Our 17% special needs children outperform the gen ed students uh, in uh, New York City. Our low-income uh, students outperform many of the affluent suburbs in New York State, whether it's Scarsdale or uh, Jericho or Chappaqua. So it can be done, but it does require focus and dedication, educational vision, and a lot of grit. Uh, I, you know, it's a it's a large task. Uh, did, did, did COVID hurt us a great deal in our country? Oh, it did. Uh, ravaged the country, um, you know, aside from the million-plus deaths that we had, uh, and those were mostly uh, poorer people, uh, it had a devastating educational impact on our children, Uh you know, soft skills as well as academic skills, you know, you had a tremendous number of fights, physical fights, when kids came back because there was so much isolation. There was so much time where uh, kids were not learning to use their words to resolve conflict. Um, you had academic loss. 
where kids, you know, were not doing mathematics for a year and a half. Uh, you know, our most elite students, our wealthiest students, many of their parents got them private tutors, and so they escaped the worst of it. But if you're a kid living in public housing with not a lot of resources and you attended a district school, most likely you had very little interaction with your teacher. I mean, we ran school differently. Uh, we don't love Zoom school, but we gave it our all. We had real classes, we had real content. We assessed the kids. We did the best we could in having art and sending our kids art kits. Um, we did dance classes online. I was just talking to one of our dance teachers, and we were reminiscing that she danced and taught through the whole pandemic on her Zoom, and the kids danced. But that took a lot of effort and a tremendous commitment that we were going to keep going and be there for our kids. What do we have to do to make them even better, uh, uh, Ms. Moskowitz? Well, I think there are a lot of things that um, we really, really need to change. Um, we have a system that really is run for the adults and not uh, for the children and not really for teaching and learning. You know, one of the things we try and do at Success is every decision we make needs to work backwards from what is best for teaching and learning. And when you organize the whole school around teaching and learning, you can overcome obstacles. You can uh, help kids punch above their uh, weight academically. But the system is structured in such a way that makes it really difficult. But I always say, John, that if we could only do one thing in schooling and, and we couldn't necessarily change the accountability system or change the incentives, we could only do one thing, I would make sure that children know how to read and love to read. Because if children can read well, they can teach themselves anything. I agree. Well, Eva Moskowitz, the Success Academy Schools, thank you so much for teaching our 20,000 kids, fifth largest in the, in the state. And uh, God bless you, and you're doing God's work. And God bless America. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you, John.